0: This episode of the Porter Notes podcast is brought to you by Sheila Trego. Baby Quip.
1: Baby
0: Quip. Baby Quip. Baby Quip. Baby Quip. do. Quip.
1: Hello, everybody. <laughs> Leave
0: the expensive. No. Leave the. Just leave that baby gear behind. Just leave it. We've got it. Cause we've got it for you. You're gonna go somewhere down here in Southwest Florida. Why are you taking a stroller? Why are you taking a crib? Why are you taking? Why are you putting a car seat underneath the plane? No way. Just take that kid. Take your clothes. Come and down. Come down and visit Granny, and let us do the work for you.
1: And we've been working.
0: Yeah, it's been awesome.
1: It has. It's been a really cool experience.
0: So go to babyquip.com. Look up Sheila Trago, S-H-I-E-L-A-T-R-A-G-O for your Southwest Florida baby needs. Got it. Do, 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 babyquip. Do, 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 babyquip. Do, do, do,
1: (laughs) do. Do we have to do, um, are we still supposed to be doing uh, uh, Clark?
0: No, Clark. Clark's Clark's cash ran out on us.
1: Oh. No, it did?
0: <laughs> it did, and you know what? Okay. Hey, everybody, this is Alex. This is Lori. And welcome to the Porter Notes podcast. Normally, I would play the music, cue it up, and we would uh, you know, go into it here. But I'm, I'm going to take a second here to talk about Clark Peterson. If you can believe that. Clark because Peterson. Because Clark Peterson, whom we love, he actually sent us a Merry Christmas message. I don't know if I told you this. And, no. and all it said was Merry Christmas. It had a little Christmas tree on it or something. On Porter Notes? No, he sent it via social media on um, just uh, on my, my Facebook. One of our posts. Yeah, my Facebook post. Clark is a great guy. And yes, his subscription. Uh, it's not a subscription. His sponsorship. His yes. sponsorship. Sponsor. Of Porter Notes podcast.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It did run out. And... Uh, I guess I'm'm I'm, I'm not the type of guy that hit him up and be like uh, Clark <laughs> you're not giving us any money anymore
1: although he's gonna listen to this and that's kind of like hitting him up
0: <laughs> well no it's not it's not I'm just saying that we do uh, think that Clark is great yes we do and yeah, he's sponsoring have, us or not no he doesn't have to pay us to say that no, he's, no, he' no. he's not paying us right now and we're saying Clark is great
1: <laughs> but along this note, Mm -hmm. The hard part about doing podcasting is expense.
0: Well, absolutely. And And
1: we're looking for sponsors.
0: You couldn't say it better. Uh, Here's the thing. We've got a sponsor right now, Sheila Trago Baby Quip, and we talk about it all the time. And we talk about how great it is. And we would talk about your special thing, your business, your restaurant, your bar, your service, you, whatever.
1: We... Have listeners all over. Of course, all over the the world.
0: I do. And admittedly, okay, this year, we're going to talk about 2021. That's what this episode is all about. This episode is all about recapping, recapping this year. And I admit, I admit that we have not posted an episode since September. And this is the longest span that we've had in years as you know, we love doing this podcast. We really do. I, I know I do. Do you?
1: I do. Yeah. I enjoy it.
0: So it, it pains me to look at it and be like, oh, my gosh, uh, we haven't put out an episode in, in, in months. It, it really does, because I love doing it. I love the feedback from from listeners out there. I love to see the numbers. So
1: I'm amazed people listen to us. We're entertaining. I don't know that we are.
0: <laughs> we're more entertaining than you think.
1: I... And I, we're
0: informative.
1: Maybe. I Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> we are. We're informative. You know what? Here's something. Hippopotamus has four stomachs.
1: Where did you learn that from?
0: Actually, I learned that from our granddaughter.
1: Yeah, who's seven. And I think she taught us that when she was like five.
0: Yeah. So there's somebody out there who hasn't heard that, and they're, they're now informed.
1: By a five-year-old.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm going to do right now, though? Uh I'm going to roll... I'm going to roll the music and then uh, we will start this this uh, 2021 recap recap the year the year that was. Uh, But here I'm going to roll the I'm going to roll the torch. everybody, this is Alex.
1: This is Lori.
0: Again, and we want to thank you for tuning in to the Porter Notes podcast.
1: We're excited that you're listening.
0: Here it is. 2021 has come and gone.
1: It's so strange. I was just thinking that we rolled in 2020 we were all so excited Mm -hmm. we even dressed up in the 20s style outfits yeah and you had a gig with jake and we Mm -hmm. were so optimistic and Mm -hmm. then the world was crazy
0: Right, we and it's we still were joking, crazy. we were we were dancing around, <laughs> we were saying 2020, the year of making money and stuff like that. Oh my now, goodness! we've talked about this, of course, mm-hmm. because 2020 kind of came and went in a in a crazy pandemic blur, and 2021 came along, and everybody was a lot more optimistic about 2021.
1: And now 2022 is coming along, and I I I actually was thinking about this earlier today not even realizing that we were going to record a podcast but i was thinking i i went back to that 2020 Mm -hmm. and how 2021 has kind of just been a blur also right because so much of the things that we would normally do we're not doing and not just you and me i mean as a world collectively as a as a country collectively
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um some people have gotten back to doing some things we have too but it's different
0: well let's 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 try and do this uh in a in a linear way we'll we'll start in the beginning of of 2021 right and you're right I mean one of the things that, that we did and of course we'll catch up to that is our big move to Florida which mm-hmm. uh you know they're not doing things much different down here than they were (laughs) pre-lockdown. No, No, but but, you
1: know, I just was talking with a friend of mine from mm -hmm. Wisconsin who is a nurse, who is an RN, and we were talking about what is the difference between Wisconsin and here, and why is the pandemic, why does it seem different here from there? I attribute a lot of it to there's just way more things to do outside here. We're not closed in because of the cold. And she also mentioned, and she's right in this too, we're getting more vitamin D Mm -hmm. because we have more sunshine. right? And those things really do factor in. I was even saying how the flu season, influenza, is different here than in Wisconsin. And again, I believe it's because of being outdoors and getting that vitamin D.
0: Well, keep in mind that we are not scientists.
1: No, (laughs) we're not MDs, (laughs) RNs, anything of the above.
0: So to our uh, more educated listeners than me, uh, we understand it might not be this.
1: That's only my theory. and. Mine. It's not even Alex's. I'm saying mine. No, I I subscribe to
0: what you're saying, too. (laughs) I I think that uh, I think that what you're saying is uh, valid. I mean, at least what I'm seeing anyway, or my experience Mm -hmm. with with living down here. But let's let's I digress. Let's start here. at The very beginning of 2021, Mm -hmm. the early months of January and February, when things were so cold and we were still in Wisconsin, we weren't exactly sure what we were going to do. We did come down here just on a vacation, on Mm -hmm. a whim. Mm -hmm. And while we were here in January... It
1: wasn't really a whim. We weren't looking as far as thinking it was going to happen within this year.
0: Maybe somebody... Maybe some people were more serious about looking than others. (laughs) Let's just say that.
1: Well, I have always wanted to be here, so I guess maybe I was more serious than others.
0: (laughs) We came to visit my cousin and we also looked at some properties while we were in Florida and my goodness did we have a great time Mm -hmm. we were here for a week and it was beautiful weather and of course everybody knew that we were tourists because we were in the shorts Mm -hmm. and short sleeves and everybody else was in you know light jackets and, and long pants we didn't know of course that it was cold to them (laughs) because to us it wasn't at all right um and we did see quite a few places while we were here and that was wonderful and it really became a bit more of you know maybe this could really happen Mm -hmm. if we could maybe get some other people in our family on board with this maybe this is a, a real possibility i remember being very nervous about the flight i remember being very nervous about the trip right. and the travel and being on the plane with other people. I was quite nervous about that. Mm-hmm. But I do remember once here feeling so relieved because, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, we've gotten into it before. I think that the, the weather here and the oxygenation here just relaxes you so much mm-hmm. so that when you are here, you're like, oh, my goodness, this is the place to be. Mm-hmm. So that was how things got started with us. And at home, we were just going through this process of purging out things that we didn't need anymore and stripping down all the excess stuff that we had. And things just started maybe even unintentionally rolling in that direction for mm-hmm. us to where once we flip the switch, we should do this. I think we can get this. We can we could do this. We could swing this. We could make this happen. It seemed like, well, we've already got these things going, these oars moving in this direction.
1: Mm-hmm. It felt good, not really knowing yet that we were going to make this move. It did feel good to get rid of things. It, yeah. it was a huge lift off from that heavy load that you feel. That's It's not really a real load on you, but you feel it. Yes, And it was a pretty freeing feeling to get rid of so many things. There, there were things that were definitely harder to get rid of than others. And there were things that we didn't just sell or give away. We, we They were sentimental. They had mm-hmm. some value in that sense. So family, kids, people we care about, friends, got some of those things. But we we had to make some tough decisions on some things.
0: We did. We did have to make tough decisions. We, <laughs> One of the things that I did, which... Looking back seemed like a really big deal, but at the time it was just kind of a, let's trudge through this and and make it happen, was scanning all of our old photographs.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: We had bins and bins of not photo albums, but bins and bins of loose photos. Loose
1: photos, yeah. Well, and what I had done previous to you doing that is I went through, if they didn't have somebody I knew in them, and I know I probably know them, but I I didn't know who they were. My mom, if she were still here, would have been able to recognize more than I did. Or if it was just this random picture of a car or random landscape that I don't remember doing that trip, they didn't
0: make the cut. Well, and that's okay. Because here's the thing. If your mom was still here, she would have had those photos. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't have been in the bin of photos, and and like you, I had done the same. There was a couple of vacation photos from the nineteen eighties of Wisconsin, and why it was beautiful at the time, and maybe a, a means of taking. You know, I shouldn't really discount it now that I think about it. You take those photos so that when you see people and you tell them about the time that you had and the experience and the trip, then you can show them. Look, here is the park that we were at. I don't need to continue to see that park 40 years later. (laughs) It's not necessary. I had the experience. So out of, you know, 36 photos of that vacation, I kept maybe about eight. Right. That's okay.
1: Yeah. But you spent endless hours scanning them, and I'm grateful for that. And things, the photos that mean a lot to me, they're not only somewhere in cyberspace, in a cloud somewhere, I did keep the hard copy because these are people that are no longer with us. Mm -hmm. So I still needed to have that hard copy.
0: Because of the lockdown in 2020 and because of the pandemic and the virus, we weren't able to travel as much as we would like to have in 2021. We did manage... A weekend in Chicago, just the two of us, mm-hmm. which was very strange because downtown was so desolate. It was like a ghost town. It was weird. Yeah, that was it really strange. Felt,
1: it almost felt, it felt not safe. Yes. Because there's that safety in numbers mm-hmm. and there were no numbers. <laughs> no. So it was, it was kind of an eerie feeling and... We didn't do a whole lot. We pretty much spent the whole time in our hotel room. We went out to eat one time. and
0: We did. We walked Michigan Avenue a little bit, but gosh, it just ended up being a situation where it just didn't seem right. Right. We also spent a weekend in Lake Geneva. Yes. And that was very interesting. That was very late winter, early spring. Mm Mm-hmm. The weather was still on the cold side. Mm -hmm. More and more places were opening up so you could actually go into a store, though they were limiting the amount of people that could be in the store at one Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. and limiting the amount of space that you can have in between yourself and somebody who was not a part of your immediate family. And
1: requiring masking. Yes. Which I don't have a problem with.
0: No, I don't either. I I still wear masks in places that I don't really know here in Florida or mm-hmm. places where I know there's a, a great amount of people. Right. Some department stores, some grocery stores, even some gas stations. It doesn't take that much for me to put a mask on to go in and just, even though we're both boosted, yeah, it's for that peace of mind. Right. Did we go to Door County? We no, didn't. we never did. We wanted to. Yeah. Some of our favorite places that we do like to go, we just didn't have the opportunity to go to. Mm-hmm. Like Door County is one of them. We wanted to go there, and as it turns out, when things got rolling in terms of moving to Florida, we didn't have the opportunity to go.
1: Door County is one of our favorite places. It it feels like you're not in Wisconsin and we just couldn't make it unfortunately.
0: But we did get to kind of the area when we took the spooky tour. Yeah. With Jaco and right. Grace. Yeah. And we were able to go kind of in the uh Fox Fox, River, River Valley, Valley area. Yeah.
1: The spooky tour.
0: Yes, the spooky tour, which we looked at some. Well, we were at the Gateway to Hell, actually.
1: Yeah, it's known like it's a historic and known ghostly place. Yeah. Um, through like a national registry or something.
0: Well, it was on the national registry because it was such an old. Hotel. Yeah, it was an old hotel that I guess there were rumors about gangsters using it in the 20s, that sort yeah. of thing. But yeah, some evil things happened there. And then it's kind of said that the gateway to hell lies in the foundations of that hotel.
1: And they have it all gated off, which only really makes you more curious. It makes you want to go over the gates, which you're not supposed to because then you get in trouble. But I wanted to. Well, there was a guy <laughs> that
0: was flying a, a drone over it mm-hmm. when, when we got there. Mm-hmm. And then when we showed up, he packed up and ran off really quickly.
1: Yeah, he seemed like he was afraid he was going to be in trouble.
0: We got out and we kicked our shoes off and we, we planted our bare feet into the ground, the very ground that the gateway to hell, well... The very ground that this hotel sits on.
1: There was an eerie, weird feeling.
0: There were vibes.
1: There were vibes.
0: <laughs> we also went into a cave on that trip too.
1: That was it was cool. It
0: was... I've never been in a cave before. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I lived in Wisconsin all those years. I never went to the Cave of the Mountains. I mean, we performed there, but I never actually went in the cave.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: So yeah that was interesting. We also saw a haunted opera house. We
1: really wanted we really wanted to feel and and get something. We know. went
0: to three different cemeteries mm-hmm. it was a It was a genuine spooky tour. It was great
1: yeah we we, we were hoping for something
0: I, I think we got a little something.
1: I think we did a little something.. Yeah. We made people laugh because <laughs> we all had to wear this Dracula <laughs> cape. We had to draw straws or something, and I had to wear it into a quick trip gas station. I
0: wore it all through lunch <laughs> yeah. in a restaurant.
1: And where did Jake wear it? He wore it. In... He
0: wore it in the first cemetery that we went oh, to. Oh yeah, and, and the, then it... <laughs> he wore it. He wore it to the hotel pool and jumped in the water, and that was the last anybody saw right. of the cape right. on that trip. However,
1: it's somewhere.
0: It is. It's it, in their possession. Yes, they used it this last Halloween as decoration.
1: And we were, we were, were we just sitting or were we having some car trouble? And we had the police officer come up to the car and Jake was wearing it. And he was like, is everything okay? Like (laughs) he was, he was checking us out and we're like, yeah, yeah, we're just being weird.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he was, he was a little put off by the cape. (laughs) He was, we were, Um, we were having some car trouble because, uh, the vehicle at the time, uh, had issue with the thermostat. Oh, that's what there it was. There was no air conditioning.
1: And that was in that cemetery. Yes. Nee, 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 nee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One of the other things that we were able to do this year, we took Kristen to the Mall of America.
1: of America. That's,
0: that's what she likes to call
1: America. it. America.
0: And that was really strange, too, because, as uh, it sound like a broken record, but because of restrictions, mm-hmm. because we weren't able to get into some areas.
1: Only half of the rides were available.
0: Yes. Those of you who don't know about the Mall of America, um, I hope that this podcast reaches the rock that you're living under because (laughs) in the middle of the Mall of America is uh, it's just like a a little fun park and they have roller coasters and they have a log ride, a shoot, you know, log shoot, and they have bumper cars.
1: Unfortunately, the log ride wasn't open.
0: Because of COVID, only half of the rides were open so that they could sanitize the other half. And they limited the amount of people that could be in the park at any given time. So you not only had to buy tickets in advance, but you had to be there within 10 minutes, I think it was, of when you were allowed to go in. And if you missed it, you missed out. Now you could go in and be in as long as you wanted to, but
1: no, I thought we were limited. We only got two hours. No,
0: you could be in as long as you had wanted okay. to. But there really wasn't any more than two hours worth of stuff in there because... Right. We just- rode
1: the roller coaster a few times. It was her first time on a roller yes. coaster. She's A very adventurous, brave kid. So she wanted to go on the biggest roller coaster they have there. Thank God she was not tall enough because I did not want to go on it. (laughs) No, I
0: didn't want to go on the roller coaster that we were on. Now, listeners out there understand something. The only time I've ever been on a roller coaster in my life has been because somebody else has made me go on the roller coaster. This is my entire life. I'm talking from, from probably, you know, five years on. So... I don't like roller coasters. I did not want to go on this roller coaster. Uh, But a little (laughs) six-year-old wanted me on that roller coaster, so I rode it. It was uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable. I was queasy. I had motion sickness. As I rode on the roller coaster, which you and Kristen sat in a car together, I sat in a car by myself behind you. Thankfully, I wasn't heard cursing, which I was doing quite a bit of. And thankfully, the camera portion, you know how on roller coasters when you you go by and they have the camera and they they take your picture and then you get to buy the picture later. That wasn't happening. Thank God that wasn't happening because you would see a man with such a pained expression on his face. If you were to see my face on that roller coaster, now
1: let me just explain something to everybody. The roller coaster that we went on—it's
0: for kids.
1: It's a kid yeah. roller coaster. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not like you know, just the train that goes down a couple of hills. It does have some good steep turns. Oh and- yeah, we're
0: we're not talking about the American Eagle in uh, in Six Flags. We're not we're not talking about even Space Mountain.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's-,
0: it, it's 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 way lighter. I mean, if this if this roller coaster were an ice cream, it'd be. It'd be ice. There wouldn't even be vanilla in it. It'd just be frozen water.
1: But it it's it's a it's a good starter roller coaster for a kid. For me, I mean, my hands were up in the air the whole time. I particularly I love that roller coaster. Now the one that she really, really My hands
0: to were one was clamped very solidly on the bar <laughs> and the other one was clamped very solidly across my eyes.
1: <laughs> and, and we had a great time, Kristen and I did grandpa not so much but the one that she did want to go on that was that loop-de-loo and it was like a really straight down shot like I said I I do like roller coasters but I definitely have gained a fear of some of these rides and I don't want to do the craziest ones anymore so thankfully she was not tall enough and I didn't have to go on that one but we did have fun on all of the other rides.
0: We did. It was fun. It was strange, as I said, because there were so few people there, and because I mean, it was almost as if it was abandoned in some way.
1: Yeah, it was weird.
0: Yeah, not even all the lights were on. Yeah. at one point.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. It was very strange.
0: But I was glad that we did it, and we did do a little bit of shopping. Not all the stores were were open, and you couldn't had to really wait line. Yeah, you couldn't get into them right away. You had to wait because they were limiting the people in and there. And for a
1: six year old, that's hard.
0: Yeah, it was hard. But it was it was an experience. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, if you were to ask her now, I think that if you were to ask her and say, how did you like the Mall of America? She would have loved it.
1: She did. And and I think she enjoyed the hotel, too. Having us to herself was her favorite.
0: Absolutely. Even though I only had a couple of performances in 2021, we did manage to get out and see some live music.
1: We did make a point to try and see some.
0: Mm -hmm. We did. We went to go see the cutouts. Mm -hmm. And that was a great show.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Of course, during the wedding,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: we got to see Lucas and Alicia perform. Right. And I actually joined Lucas and his brother Dylan, the Birch brothers, for a couple songs as well. That was an experience.
1: So even though they were married July 4th, the year previous. Yes. We had a wedding party ceremony this past year in June. Yes. In June.
0: It really does seem like it happened long ago, but it was all this year.
1: Mm-hmm. And we made all of the food and we did all of the decorations and I think really the only thing that was purchased new was Well, the decorations, yes, and the food. But but her dress, my dress, otherwise everything was kind of handmade.
0: Handmade. It was also, some of it was gifted Mm -hmm. from various family members. Mm -hmm. Decor and candles and things of that nature Mm -hmm. were all given to us by various family members from across the country. Mm -hmm. And that was really cool.
1: It was. And it turned out really beautiful. Mm Mm-hmm and it ended up being i i had a moment where i was super nervous because i made food and i had really not a very good head count and as i saw more and more people coming in i was really afraid <laughs> that i did not have enough food made and really we we made it work and oh, yeah. we 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 had it enough and we had a little bit left over but not a lot so it Turned out great.
0: A lesson to be learned from this if anybody out there is planning some sort of major get together, wedding, or something else where you really need a head count, don't count on social media to (laughs) give you that. You got to go back to the old school RSVP via paper or phone call or something. Right. Because not everybody's on social media, or some people hear about it from other people, and the next thing you know, you've got over 200 people.
1: The other piece of advice that I would give, and I love to cook, you know that I do, and I love to make people happy with food, and I love to make food look beautiful, but I think I would cater.
0: (laughs) Get it catered.
1: (laughs) Because it was a lot. There's just things you can't do until the very last minute, and it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work to have all of that done. Plus, get yourself ready. You yes. know, have your hair done, your nails done, your yes. makeup done. It, yes. It's just really hard to get all of that to happen in those last moments.
0: Right. you You don't need to. You don't need to be standing there mixing macaroni salad when you're in supposed your to be dress. getting yourself ready. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I would agree with that. The wedding was beautiful. The ceremony outdoors was great. Mm-hmm. Everybody was happy. There's photos online of that. And it was nice to have everybody together. It
1: really was. It was sweet. And I think sweet. that we were very responsible about giving people space, having it outside, mm-hmm. making sure that people... Oh, to,
0: to my knowledge, nobody caught COVID yes, at it, that event. It
1: was not a COVID super spreader, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> and it was not.
1: the reason that I'm so, like, hyper-conscious about that is working in an emergency room like I did... I saw it. I knew what it could do, and Mm -hmm. I knew that those kind of events could cause that. And that was, of course, the last thing I wanted to happen to family and friends. So we were super hyper about it.
0: The other important family thing that happened in 2021, our special little guy, Xander.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: He Special gre- little guy.
1: He's not a little guy. He's a no. grown man adult. He
0: is, but he is the youngest of those kids. Yes. And we always teased him about being the littlest. And for years he was.
1: He, now, he not only is he, yes, he's the youngest, but he's not the little.
0: No, not at he's, all.
1: He's not the littlest at all.
0: Anybody out there who may remember Xander from doing his stand-up comedy at the coffee shop on the stage during, during open mic night, uh, he, he's not that little guy anymore Mm-mm. And He's got a much deeper voice True to form Broader shoulders He graduated high school this year mm-hmm. And he and his girlfriend Kennedy Moved into their first apartment together
1: In Madison In
0: Madison He got a job A great job Yes And he has such a bright future I mean we're very pleased With how everybody's life is turning out mm-hmm. When it comes to our kids And he's no exception Right. He's, he's, uh, it's been a great year as a parent for him.
1: You know, you saying this, because we now had the wheels turning to this move, which mm-hmm. everybody has been more than aware of, having all of the kids settled and doing well was so important to us and made this move so much more possible and easy because we felt comfortable with where they were at.
0: I would agree with that. I think that as a parent, you can't help but think about your kids and how what you do is going to affect them. Even when you're doing something where you're putting yourself first, which is very rare when you become a parent, as you get older, you start doing this sort of thing because they don't, they don't require you like mm-hmm. you, they did when everybody was younger. So mm-hmm. then you start thinking about okay, well they're on their own and now it's time for us to pick things up
2: mm-hmm.
0: where where we are now as if it was pre-kids. Mm-hmm. And for us that was something totally new because we didn't know each other pre-kids.
1: Right. And we've we I can speak for the two of us have done everything for and because of our kids. Yes. They've been a huge part of us. And every decision we made was based on how can we make things better for them or how can we do this and keep things normal for them.
0: Knowing that they were all in good places or at least the places they wanted to be in mm-hmm. made it a lot easier for us to do this.
1: Right. And they were supportive, which I'm grateful and thankful
0: for. So when Xander moved into his place, which was in August, it was one of the last hurdles, really. I mean, because August was the end of August when we moved here to Florida. So August was a real, real blur in Mm -hmm. terms of getting the property in order, getting the move in order, getting the the VRBO together for us to stay, those of you on the inside verbo <laughs> ready for us to stay when we moved to Florida. So a lot of that stuff was was really quick, head spinning quick. And Xander's move was one of those mm-hmm. hurdles to to make sure that again everybody was set up the way that they needed to be or how how we felt they would best be before we we made that move
1: it was funny because talking of xander moving the other two alicia and brady threw in a quick move at the last minute as well and we helped a little bit with both but not a lot and it was a little bit of a hiccup where i was like wait a minute everything was settled and everything was good why are you doing this because now it's making me nervous to do this move but it all <laughs> turned out okay and everybody's doing well with where they're at and and you know life just keeps going
0: life keeps going whether we were there whether we're here right life keeps going so i did touch upon my final wisconsin gigs mm-hmm. jaco brought the original band back together
2: mm-hmm.
0: for those shows, which included our good buddy John Fanad, we call him Hans, on the drums. So Hans stayed nearby for that week, actually in the same town.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We got to spend a lot of time together as a group, and that was fun. Mm-hmm. There were real fun moments with that.
1: It was a really good bonding time mm-hmm. and I I don't want to say closure because you never know. You never know. You you know, so you never know, you know. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I it was it was a good moment to finalize some things, but I don't feel like you're done.
0: Well, it was a it was a if if that's the case, mm-hmm. it was a good full circle. Right. There's no doubt that's about it. That's a
1: good way to say it. Right.
0: It was a it was a really full circle. Mm-hmm. So it was fun. Did we perform excellent? Mm, There's some rough edges.
1: Let's just say, man, that, did
0: we have fun though?
1: Yes, and let's just say also that the gig in Baraboo on the square is that the most you've performed to?
0: It's probably not the most that we performed to uh, as as that trio. Yes, no doubt about it. I mean, we don't forget that we did. Summerfest, Summer Fest.
1: and you did some other big festivals yeah, you right some,
0: some car shows that had a lot of people,
1: yes, but I mean that was an awesome crowd, yes, and people it was great and and not only was it great that the three of you had that that those final gigs, but some of your other musical friends and you know, dare I say brothers in music mm-hmm. yeah, um, you could say that were there, and You know, it was just a really cool Mm -hmm. time to to get to see everybody before we did move on.
0: Yes. Yeah, it was it was a really good experience. Mm -hmm. Not long after that, though, we we did move. Yeah, we did. We did move. And we've we've chronicled that experience
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: considerably. Yeah, we, well, it's a
1: huge thing. I <laughs> it mean, was. And I know that y- y- some of you are probably tired of hearing about it, but it is a huge undertaking oh, to yeah. move across a country <laughs> during a pandemic, mm-hmm. nonetheless. But um, we learned a lot. And unfortunately, some of the things that we learned, we learned on the fly and cost us some money. Mm hmm but we are here and we're still above water and yeah. and we're living a beautiful life in a beautiful home. And, and, you know, thank God for electronics and being able to FaceTime with the kids because if I did not have that, I think I would really struggle more ab- with this move.
0: There's a television show on the Discovery Channel called Naked and Afraid. If you get past the concept of people having no clothes on and and sort of the taboo aspect of that, right? There is something that's important about that show, which is success could be measured by either surviving or thriving. Mm -hmm. We are thriving here. Mm -hmm. We, We truly are. It's an awesome experience for us. So... Even though we were nervous, and yes, it, it has had its challenges in terms of communication, we have had the kids come and visit now, mm-hmm. and they've all seen how beautiful it is. And so the conversation goes from, Grandma, when are you going to come back here? To, Grandma, when can I come back there? Mm-hmm. And everybody wants to move here now.
1: <laughs> and I'm totally okay with all of that. <laughs> 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 but we'll see. Time will tell.
0: It is different, though, in terms of how convenient. I think about when my grandmother moved away in Chicago. She moved to southern uh, a southern suburb co- closer to central Illinois. And we talked on the phone. And, of course, my mom and my grandmother were very close, and they talked all the time. But they didn't have that other aspect of technology where you could see.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you could have a video chat. And you could see what's happening. You could see how they are and how they're physically doing in their environment. And you can feel like you're a part of a visit rather than just a phone call, mm-hmm. which is really, really nice.
1: It is. I do enjoy when we FaceTime with the kids and, you know, Alicia is great about letting me see them play. And, you know, mm-hmm. th- th- they know that I'm on the phone and they'll talk to me a little bit, but I'm just watching them play sometimes. And once in a while, I get a, hey, grandma, this, or hey, grandma, that, or mm-hmm. I love you, or whatever. But but it, it's almost like, you know, you're there. The only thing I can't do is mooch their face. <laughs> <laughs> and, so I took care of that oh, a yeah. lot oh, when yes, they were he here. Did. Yes, <laughs>
0: yes, indeed. And so as 2021 is drawing to a close, and it was really strange for us to be somewhere where... Christmas came along and there's no snow
1: it was weird it was it was really I wouldn't say hard to get into the Christmas spirit because we had the kids coming so that was actually kind of easy but it was it came fast like Mm -hmm. I wasn't ready for it just because some of the things that are that happen you know to get you in that mood or get you ready don't happen here,
0: <laughs> well, and now the new year is pretty much upon us, and we're making plans to go to see some live music in a park outside. on New year's day
1: outside, <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is again strange for us, but I can't help but think about you know looking back over the year and looking back over the the different tribulations you know and and as you know, I'm not one terribly nostalgic person i i i have memories and i i love certain things but I'm not one of those guys who talks about the good old days like oh uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah i was gonna say no i think you're pretty nostalgic but in that sense i agree
0: with you right i think that we're doing well mm-hmm. i think that as as individuals and as a, a couple as the people out there know us to be i think we're we're doing really well
1: i hope that people aren't being annoyed by that you uh-huh. know some people don't like to hear about other people's success and, and they can be kind of negative and and want to have if they're miserable they want other people to be miserable with them but man you know you should try the other way <laughs> I mean <laughs> when life is good for you you want other people to have that same good life I that's you know i i'm not i shouldn't say i'm not pushing my kids to move down here i am pushing my kids to move down here <laughs> and yes some of that is because i'm selfish but some of it is i just know that they they can have a really awesome life here there's so many things available and some of the things that they love and enjoy they can do all year here and it's it's and i'm not this isn't a plug for moving to florida although all of you that are close you i want you to come i want you to come just come stay, stay with us visit but um you know i'm not going to plug forever for florida for everybody to move here i just I, I guess what i'm trying to say is you know we feel we feel good and and we just want other people to feel that same thing
0: i think that it's important to find the things in your life that make you happy Mm -hmm. and do that. And I know that that isn't easy but I think that it's easier than you think. I think that okay, maybe you believe that the thing that makes you happy is a very grand gesture or a big home or a fast car or traveling the world. These things maybe do have some effect on you and, and and your outlook on life. But I think that there's a lot of small steps taken towards that. You don't have to say, I'm not going to be happy unless I have the huge house, or I'm not going to be happy unless I have the fast car. I don't think that you know that. I think that what you know is these are the things that make me happy. Maybe they're small things. Maybe they're little things that you can do that make you happy along the way. And the next thing you know, you're a happy person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a big leap to do it. And you're not going to be happy unless you do that.
1: Well, and let me just also say, because I feel like I was plugging here a little bit, but we were happy in Wisconsin. Sure. And there were things in Wisconsin that we loved and still love. Obviously, our family and our kids and We loved our home. And we loved our home. It was our sanctuary for Mm -hmm. so many years. And... You can be happy wherever you are. And like you were saying, you don't need to have those things or maybe you don't need to make that move. We're just saying that this is something that we had always dreamed of doing and we just did it. And so whatever that thing is that you dream of doing, you just have to speak it and do it.
0: Yes, because you can. You can misery loves company. We we've all heard that, but it works the same way with happiness.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I I have always been a believer of speaking the the words and and putting out there what you want and eventually it's going to happen. And there are things right now that we're speaking of that they're going to happen mm-hmm. and And we wish nothing but good things on all of the people who listen, our friends and our family, and even some people who maybe aren't a friend or, you know, I I, I don't want to say an enemy, but I, I don't even wish bad things on the people who have wished maybe bad things on me.
0: I think that it's important to note that one of my favorite phrases is, Comparison is the Thief of Joy. One of the more empowering things to know, because you hear it all the time, uh, people emulate the people that they admire, or they want to be them, or, or they imitate them. And it's not necessary. It's truly not necessary. I'm going to take this a very personal route here we hear people a lot and and i don't mean to say this in an unflattering way but there there are a number of people that will say things that are very complimentary to the both of us we on the other hand are very cautious about that sort of thing because i think that the key to a good relationship is to not become compl- complacent within the relationship right And so when people say, Oh, you guys are so great. You're so great together, or you're a great couple. I think that it doesn't, first off, don't use us as a template (laughs) for what great couples could be. Secondly, you could be in that great couple. You Mm -hmm. are probably in a great couple. You are probably in a great relationship. And if you're not, um, it's, it's, it's very well possible. And it, stems from not making a comparison to you and your life and what you're doing to others, but to just appreciate what you have. And maybe that's part of what makes things so wonderful for the two of us, as I look at you here and I'm talking, is that I appreciate you and I appreciate what we have. And I don't compare what we have to other people. And I don't even mean other people that we know other relationships or marriages or 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 things like that I'm even talking in a grand scale like uh, Mark Antony and Cleopatra or you know people who are are well known single name couples that are you know out in Hollywood the benefers in this world or something I don't even know what they are because whatever they do and however they're living their life, uh, god go with them. That's great. They can they can do what they want to. We have found our happiness, and everybody out there can do the same thing.
1: Let me just interject really quick. We I'm going to say this carefully. We are happy within ourselves. We've talked about this, so I know that when I say this, you don't get worried. But We both realize that we can be on our own. We both realize that we can be happy on our own, that we've done it on our own. And we choose to be together and we choose to value each other. And But we realize we don't need each other to make that happiness happen.
0: You are absolutely right.
1: And I I don't know how to explain that any different than what i just did but but together so i can be happy i can be happy all by myself together it's like another level it's it's a higher level of happiness i have this happiness within myself but together that brings it up to another level
0: everybody is capable of that Mm -hmm. everybody and so i guess going into this new year um as we we wish good things upon everybody out there listening mm-hmm. that's probably the biggest thing. I hope that where you are in life, you are happy, and if you are not and i'm and I'm sorry to hear that you're not, or I'm sorry to assume that you're not there there probably are some people out there who aren't happy. Do what you can to be there, do what you can to get there. do what you can to make yourself happy.
1: This time of year can be very tough, yes and Going into that whole emotional and mental happiness and and or illness or whatever you want to call it, if you're struggling in any way, there are resources for you to reach out to. Please oh, sure. do that. Yes, yes. And if one of those resources is to message us and and we can help you find a resource, we're fine with that. But we are no experts and no. we are not you know psychologists in any way.
0: Just like we're not experts in happiness,
1: no, so what I'm saying is is don't don't sit in and wallow in that, reach out, find something, someone, listen to something or someone whatever you need to do, whatever it is your whatever's your thing, yoga, meditation, riding a bike going for a walk, listening to music, whatever that thing is.
0: And maybe you don't know what that is yet, even.
1: Whatever it is, do it and or find it.
0: Find it. And
1: because everybody deserves to be happy. Everybody, everybody. And I say that knowing that there are people that have made my life miserable at times. Mm -hmm. Even that person. Deserves to be happy. Mm -hmm. They don't have to be happy around me. They can be happy somewhere. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But they deserve to have happiness. And I just want that for everybody.
0: I do too. And whatever works for one doesn't always work for the other. Right. And that's okay. That's okay. It's possible and likely it's out there. But really, it's inside of you.
1: Agreed. Earlier, you mentioned to not maybe compare, or maybe did you say something about emulating people? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have a person. She is the sweetest person I know on earth. And I have learned so much from her, and I've learned how to look at other women and not feel threatened. I can walk up to another woman and tell her she's beautiful or she has beautiful hair or her makeup is perfect or whatever. And I've learned that from this person, Lori Waggart, You're listening, I hope. I love you and you taught me so much. And one of the things that you taught me is that when I walk into a room, I don't need to look at other women and freak out and be afraid of this very beautiful person in the room, I can actually give that person a compliment and still be confident and happy with myself. I can be hard on myself, but I can still be happy with myself. When you emulate somebody that you know is happy and is good and confident and kind And just when you have that in your life and you emulate that or you put yourself around that person, it rubs off. So if you you struggle to find it within yourself, find it in somebody and spend time with them and it will rub off.
0: Yes, there's no doubt about it. If you surround yourself with the right people, then you will be influenced by them.
1: Absolutely. And as you said, misery loves company, but it can work for the positive.
0: It can. Now, not to bring things down too much, there were a few things that happened in this last year and some, some people who had faced some tragedies. Um, I just want to take a moment to first off say that a uh, family member of yours, Tom Sr., Tom Nistali mm-hmm. Sr., he passed on this year. It was very sad to see him go. We were fortunate that we could spend some time with him this year, actually, in August. He was Mm -hmm. one of the last people that we saw uh, while we were were still in the Midwest, and we had a great dinner together. It wasn't a great dinner. The food. (laughs) The food was not. But It was a
1: great visit.
0: Spending the time with Tom was great. Our experience was that he was a very sweet and kind man, uh, funny Oh my gosh. And the type of person that said whatever was on his mind Mm -hmm. as he thought it. So that made him a very genuine guy. I think he and I got on pretty well Mm -hmm. and he loved you. Mm -hmm. I was really happy that we had that time to spend with him and to see him and was sad to hear that he had passed. We know that his family misses him and thinks of him all the time and we think of him and we think of you. So I do want to take a moment to talk about that, too. I also want to mention, as you may recall, Cup, um, our resident artist, Justin Woods, whom we just we love, Justin. We really do. Awesome artist. Uh, just great guy. Free thinker and super talented. Unfortunately, he lost one of his one of his beautiful daughters. Uh, Justin was surrounded by girls. He lost faith, and she was a real firecracker when she was little, hanging out at the coffee shop. Uh, It was a tragic tragic thing for his family and for Justin. So our hearts go out to Justin as well.
1: We've had some family and friends that have struggled through some illnesses and things like that this Mm -hmm. past year, and some have recouped and— some They're, are
0: still in recovery.
1: Right. And working through that and you know again our our thoughts and and well wishes and and speedy recovery for each of you is we're always thinking of those things. And again, as I was saying earlier that 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 positivity that can rub off from someone, I believe that also speaking positive words can make things happen. And so, you know, we just want you to be better and, and back to 100%. And, you know, for those of you that did lose somebody in your life, we just, life is different without them, mm-hmm. but they're not forgotten and we'll always remember them. And we just have to carry on that memory for for our friends and family that knew them.
0: Mm-hmm and And those of you who experienced Covid and made it out to the other side, we are grateful. We are grateful that you were able to to do so. Uh, I speak of one of my best friends in the world, uh, Steve mm-hmm. and his wife christian. they They had it pretty rough. Um, they came out the other side though. and and it is scary. and I'm happy and and grateful that they did. And of well, course, one the, of their
1: band members, yeah, the the had Blacker it brothers. very very rough. Mm-hmm. And thankfully. Yep, he's still with us. Actually, every
0: every member of the band, unfortunately, were just a a, a part of a, a situation that, um, you know, even even the ones who were vaccinated, um, actually contracted COVID and right. and and thankfully made it through it. And uh, and well, Aaron, particularly as you mentioned, yes. had spent some time in the hospital, and it was pretty scary. It was pretty scary for for us to to on the outside. To mm-hmm. see how how that happened.
1: Uh, well, family, the person themselves and the family, uh, our, our our scared feelings don't compare at all no. compared to what they were going no, through. No, so. no. But on a happier note, and if we forgot something, please yes. forgive us. Oh, and
0: I want to take a moment to wish continued recovery and and a thorough recovery for our good friend Ken.
1: Yes. He was one that I was thinking of Ken when Obrick, I was speaking. Yes. Um, but on a positive note, and, and like I said, please forgive us if we forgot something. Mm-hmm. Um, we just on a positive note, we just want to say that, you know, let's all work together and, and just make happiness a thing that can just take over the land. I I believe that we can do that.
0: It's very possible. Look, I want to i i want to commend people who have been putting their happiness above other things um there's a lot of people who have uh, an opinion on things in terms of like uh, uh labor shortage and 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 things of that nature and people who aren't working because they value their sanity or their health or or just themselves over that paycheck and if you're able to do that and and that's the stance that you're making uh Good on you. I, I think that valuing yourself and your family and your health and, and your loved ones over other things is important. And I think a lot of people have been been learning that this year.
1: 2021 was a crazy, fast, eventful year. Yeah. 2022,
0: who knows? <laughs> More... uh you know, more craziness, more speed, more uh, more jump and yeah. rope, you know, jump and rope. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alex has been jumping rope as a exercise yes. regiment, and yes. he's doing very well with it. I'm doing my best. I've been swimming laps in the pool. Yes. And I need to get back into yoga. I haven't been doing that religiously like I used to. But and and n-
0: continued meditation.
1: Yes. Meditation. These are things that we do. Mm hmm. For our happiness, Mm -hmm. not saying that you need to do them for yours. You have whatever your thing is and continue to do that. And I really, truly do believe that if we all have a mindset of that golden rule, do unto others as you would do unto yourselves. Right. If we all really, really, really did that, I think we could have peace and happiness in this world and I hope for that and I speak that so that we can someday have that.
0: I speak that as well not just as a parent or a grandparent. Mm-hmm. I speak that as a as a person, as a person mm-hmm. living here on this earth who wants the best for me. Mm-hmm. I want the best for you. Mm-hmm. I want the best for all of you out there. So We got
1: y- all heavy on this, I don't no, know. No, it's okay.
0: <laughs> Get outside. Get outside, enjoy the sunshine, breathe in the air, spend some time out of doors, listen listen to this podcast while you're doing other things.
1: Work on your mental health, work on your emotional health and
0: find your happiness. Yeah. If you don't know what it is yet, try, try things. Maybe you're, you know what? Maybe your happiness is bingo. (laughs) Maybe your happiness is golf. Maybe your happiness is volunteering at a senior center. Maybe your happiness is being in the Big Brother, Big Sister program. Maybe your happiness is helping to build homes for Habitat for Humanity.
1: Maybe it's working at a humane society.
0: Maybe your happiness is drawing comic strips. Maybe your happiness is painting something that you've never done before in your life. Maybe your happiness is being an Uber driver and taking people that you don't know from one place to another and learning a little something about them on the way.
1: Maybe it's just being home taking care of your own family and your children. It's different for each person.
0: Yes, yes. If and, you don't know what it is, you'll find it.
1: And all of those are valuable things. Every single one of them, from the person serving me at a restaurant to the surgeon doing a heart transplant, every single thing is important for this world to continue to move
0: without a doubt and everybody out there everybody who's listening or everybody that you know you're important too and we appreciate you and we care about you
1: please share this podcast and please send us comments send us messages send us some ideas we're open to any and all of them not saying we'll do all of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can comment on the Porter Notes podcast page. You can go to porternotes.com. Please rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to us today.
1: And hopefully, we didn't get too heavy.
0: That's no, okay. It's really okay. It's not about it's not about getting too heavy. I say this as a big old bear <laughs> sitting here. <laughs> it's not, remember we were talking about uh, happiness. Uh,
1: yeah, we we. <laughs> As I'm patting my belly. <laughs> we went from talking about the new year to going into the next year, and we truly do hope that each person finds that happiness. It's kind of the theme, I guess, and and, it's and lives it. Being a little bit redundant at this point, but yeah, we we really do truly hope that for each person, and each person does deserve that.
0: So check in with us. We'd love to hear from you. And there are going to be multiple episodes of the podcast coming out. This next year we have the time Now that we're settled in And we've had our visitors for this point in time We do have more people coming to visit of course But we have the time to work on the podcast So there'll be more episodes out there And we're always open for suggestions For topics and things of that nature We've got a couple of interviews That we'd like to have here in 2022 And some people that we've met here in Florida That we'll probably sit down and talk with as well So that's going to be a lot of fun too Right. So everybody out there um, Happy New Year Here's to 2022 I know that we always go into another year hoping it's going to be the best but I think that it's more than hope think that it's going to be the best it will be the best the law of attraction throw it out there that it's going to be good and it will be good and we care about you and we hope that everything goes your way in this next year
1: agreed happy so, happy happy happy
0: <laughs> so until next time this is Alex this is Lori we'll talk to you again soon
1: had another grandbaby.
0: No, we didn't. He was born in 2020.
2: Oops. Okay.